Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. everyone and welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. My name is Cameron Bell. I'm here with your extra show for the week and what a show it's going to be. Now, I could talk about the fact that Rangers had one of the greatest European away performances last night in Seville. However, the other reason as to why I'm so happy is primarily because of my very special guest I have on the show this week, Mr. Rob Shorthouse. Rob, thank you so much for joining us with your location and my location on this little blue marble of ours. We've had to make sure that we could sync up our times. And um, I'll be honest with you, whether I have to do this at six in the morning or six at night, the pleasure of speaking to you is always worth it. Oh, Cammy, what a brilliant introduction. Um, yeah, I've had a long day, let me tell you, because I, I got up to watch the game. So it was a, it was a 3.30 a.m. start uh, for that. Uh, and it's now, what, about 10, as we record, it's about 10 hours after the final whistle. And I, I think I'm just about over. Ravi Matondo's shot an extra time. I'm just about. I'm not not quite, but I'm just about over it. Uh, but brilliant! Oh, it's just so happy to be on uh, on such a such a sort of, well, what's going to be a, a very 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 happy show. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, I'm going to give a bit of a a, a warning, folks. Um, this is going to be like the Disneyland version of Heart and Hand because. Uh, as Rob said there, uh, we are about 10 hours after the court. I have had the benefit um, of being able to go to sleep. And Rob, I had that wonderful feeling of watching Rangers, feeling so incredibly proud of my team, going to bed with a smile. And then the next morning when you wake up and you know yourself, Rangers enters your headspace within about the first three or four seconds of you regaining consciousness after a nice night's sleep. And you just smile you just remember last night and you just smile. And I'm telling something to us now, Rob, that's why we do this crazy merry-go-round of supporting this wonderful club is because that's that's what it's capable of giving you. And um, looking back on last night, I just, I, I, honestly, you couldn't, you couldn't wipe the grin off my face at the moment. 
Yeah, uh, look, we've been lucky over the past, what, five years to have so many wonderful Friday mornings um, because of the Europa League and, and how well we've done over the course of the past few years and all those amazing runs that we've had. But it's just unbeatable, isn't it? It's just absolutely unbeatable. And, you know, I've, I've spent the day attempting to work, but actually, you know, I've just been watching the highlights uh, pretty much on loop uh, over and over again, just because, you know, I've been watching Rangers for over 40 years. Um, and I've never seen a, uh, anything quite like that in terms of result. You know, we've never won in Spain against Spanish opposition, and I guess it was a little bit unexpected as well because you know we've, we've we've not been at our best for the past wee while. Um, so for us to, to to pull out a result like that, and to pull out a result like that when it really really mattered uh, in, a, in in a vital game away from home was just unbelievable. And you know, I think. You know, it's one of those days when you're walking through Glasgow City Centre and you can tell you can tell the Rangers fans straight away because you know they've just got these massive massive beamers on. So um, yeah, no, a brilliant a brilliant day uh, after a brilliant performance. Yeah, listen, um, I think listen, you're completely right, and I think it's been interesting um, because you know as we've spoken about across the course of the last few weeks, right, and you know whether we've done it uh, with an immediate reaction following a result. And we've listened. We've dropped points. We've won games. You know, in the in the dying moments, it, it, it's been a roller coaster. You look at the larger period. So we're you know kicking the ass off halfway through the season now. But you look at our current state of play, and you say, well, you know, we're still we're still in a great shout for Europe after Christmas. Obviously, that that was kind of settled a few weeks ago. Um, in that time, we've we've got to a League Cup final, which we're going to talk about for this Sunday's upcoming game, and we're still within touching distance of, of the league. So it's really funny because we, we are, we are, we are incredibly reactive, right? There's no way around that. I'm not going to apologize for the fact that we've done shows, um, both our, our, our free shows and, and flagship and extra, but also on our Patreon site. And listen, we've went on a bit of a journey. I think it's fair to say, um, in terms of where we've been at and, and, this group of players, this new manager coming in, his team, his style, wanting to be able to try and implement that. But last night for me, Rob, I think just gives you that that weird range of emotions where going into the game, and I'm keen to kind of know your thoughts, right? Because we knew that, you know, whatever happened, we still had a shout after Christmas. There was various discussions around, well, it'd be good if we could drop into the conference. Could we go quite far in that tournament? If we were to stay in the Europa League financially, does that benefit us more? And and you know what the various different permutations are. But a team that was really just kind of pieced together, given some of the key injuries that we've had, players who couldn't make it, players who weren't even selected for Europe. And yet, as you rightly say, we've been able to get across there and and win against Spanish opposition. Um, and technically, I think we now own Real Betis since we've been able to beat them home and away. Um, it's just, I mean, it's crazy. It's just, it's just absolutely crazy. And as that game unfolded last night, we went into new levels of loopiness. Yeah. And look, <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm sure I'm not alone um, in what I'm about to tell you, but, you know, even though we'd guaranteed European football after Christmas and, you know, it was going to, you know, either in the Europa League or the Conference League, I, I'm pretty sure there would be a lot of people who are listening to this now had started to resign themselves and start having those arguments with themselves about, well, you know, Sunday's the game that matters and, 
you know, what happens tonight will happen. And well, at least we've still got the Europa League and maybe the Europa League is going to be better for us. And, and all those kind of things you say to try and justify, um, you know, what you think might be a, a, a bad result in the post. Um, and, and I was absolutely like that. You know, I was speaking to my best pal Craig last night um, and, and both of us were saying, well, you know, let's just let's just make sure we take care of Sunday and, you know, whatever we get tonight. But we've still got the Conference League. But by God, you know, when we scored that first goal, I wasn't thinking about the Conference League. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, how do I how do I go into Skyscanner and, and try and find some flights to Dublin? You know, you're just, it's just so funny the way that you go from, you know, an air of resignation. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to tell yourself you're not really that bothered about the game and everything else. And then we, we score a goal and everything changes and you're just... 100% fully committed to the, to the competition that you're in. So uh, it was brilliant and it, what a crazy game as well. Eventually, uh, I think about 10 minutes into the second half, bear in mind this is sort of quarter past five in the morning or something, I took the dugout. I took the dugout for a walk because I, I just couldn't bear watching it anymore. I had to take a break from it because it was I was so anxious. Um, crazy game. That first half in particular was absolutely bananas. And uh, and. You know, we, we we got the goal and, and we went through. So yeah, what a what what a tremendous night, and um, I'm just so happy for the team. I'm really really happy for the manager, Cammy. Yeah, I am as well. And I think what's what's interesting because let's get into it, right? Because I, I mean, let's face it, we all we all want to be able to try and see what the what the the, the kind of the ups and downs of last night were. I'm you know we we are open and honest on heart and hands, so we're not going to turn around and say, yeah, listen, it was it was all. You know, absolutely brilliant. There's definitely a couple of points to pick up, but you're talking like two points out of a hundred, and the other ninety-eight are all phenomenal. But as you rightly say, Rangers took the lead um, through a fantastic uh, finish by Abdullah Sima. Um, we're going to have to give him a special mention, Rob, in terms of how brilliant this guy has been. Uh, he scored some great goals with us in terms of through the through the, the, the I suppose really the the opening third of the season, and then. He did a very, very unselfish role um, across in Prague where it was asking about being able to try and play a little bit more defensively. Went off the boil a little bit in terms of goals. That's fine. That's not a problem. It's not a crisis. It's just, you know, we get players who go through purple patches. However, he's absolutely rediscovered that form. And I think it's fair to say after a bit of a calamity at the back by Real Betis, not us, by Real Betis, um, ours would probably come a little bit later, um, but it's fair to clear the lines. Um, we're able to kind of press forward with the ball. Dacers, not necessarily with the greatest of touches and control. However, Abdullah Sima is in the absolute right place at the right time. Sweeps it home with a fantastic right foot low shot. Rangers are 1-0 up. And all of those things that you talked about, those permutations and and what you would like to do, you know, what, what you think the best paths were because you were expecting to be turned over, have all now got out the window. And like you say, if you're anything like me, you're on your feet screaming, celebrating, even though you just, the, the surprise, I think, was what took me away. Yeah, I mean, it was a surprise, uh, I suppose, because it happened quite early in the game. Um, it was a wonderful finish, you know, just so instinctive, you know, that he's, he's got that brilliant ability to just find a corner, you know, without thinking about it. He just strikes it, doesn't even need to look, you know, straight straight in the in the corner. But the goal itself, I mean, you, you're right to point to the sort of defensive mistakes from, from Betis, but, you know, from Tavernier, that little sideways header that knocked into the path of McCausland and then, you know, McCausland doing that gliding thing that he does, you know, just really sort of pushing forward. Um and then the ball, you know, thankfully Dessels has 
you know, we're, we'll talk about his messy turn um, uh, later on. But I mean, thankfully, he still got that terrible first touch because the ball, because you know, he, he him not controlling the ball just makes it absolutely perfect for Sima to to tuck it away. And it was, you know, it was it was absolute bedlam. You know, and they cut to. Obviously, the the fans and you know credit again to the fans. Just so many, so many bears went across for it, and it just looked absolutely bananas in the Rangers end. Um, because I suppose you know it is unexpected. It's happened early in the game. It's a brilliant finish um, from a player who has been doing really, really well for us. And I think all of us now, um, it's like when Ryan Kent was with us on loan, and and all of us as the season went on, became ever more increasingly desperate to sign the boy in a, in, in a permanent deal. And I think that's probably where we're getting to now with Seema. Um, it would be such a shame if it was just one season he had with us um, because he's he's terrific and he brings so much to our game. It's obviously the way that the manager likes to play, uh, but he can finish, he can he can press, he does you know a brilliant job defensively. Um, he's a wonderful header of the ball. I think some of the guys were talking on the the post match last night about. I think it was Stephen Harrigan was saying, you know, his ability to, you know, take pressure off the defence because of his ability to head the ball really well defensively as well. So he's a great, great talent, Cami, and, and as I say, I think all of us now are just you know thinking about the extra cash that we're getting from qualifying and thinking you know just spend a lot, spend absolutely everything on Seema and get him get him signed up because I think he's just terrific. Yeah, listen, it's as I said, and, and I, I give absolute credit to uh, Kevin Armstrong um, of this here parish because he was the one who came up with the the the, the insight around uh, you know that that role in Prague that he played. Um, incredibly himself, a brilliant teammate, and 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 I totally get that. And I think that that's you know exactly as you say there. It doesn't necessarily just need to be in Prague because we've seen it elsewhere in his game. He absolutely contributes to the team holistically. Um, and, and the phases of the game, you know, when you're in the 90 minutes and, you know, you maybe need to sit in a little bit more when you can go on the stretch, uh, when you can get the button. And he's done this plenty of time as well, Rob. You know, if we're if we're leading and we're in the dying embers of the game, he, he's, he's happy to take the ball for a bit of a run. He's happy to go chase it. He's happy to go down cul-de-sacs. And it's, it is very similar to what we saw in the kind of early days of Ryan Kent. I think that's a brilliant comparison in terms of some of the, the work that's involved within there as well. Um, and and listen, I'm not going to blame Ryan Kent for this, right? Because it's it's it, I understand why it happened, but Kent used to beat himself up because he was always landed with that whole well, his numbers are shite and he should have got more goals and blah blah blah, what have you. And Sima, I think, just has a little bit of a different approach to it, where like some other players that we've mentioned, Danilo in particular, if he doesn't score a goal, it's not a problem. It's not a it's not a you know a a a, a poor game. It's not a poor performance. He knows what he has to do, and he's multifunctional. So yeah, listen, absolutely. Um, Rangers, however, were uh, given a wee reminder of a team that has been unbeaten so far this season until weekend, Colin, and drew at the weekend with Real Madrid uh, with a fantastic finish by um, Miranda. Nothing that we could really do with this. It was a great goal of quality, uh, Rob, and um, our lead sadly was only held on for a for a few minutes. However. And listen, strap yourselves in, folks, because I am going to be gushing with praise about Serial Dessers, the much maligned Serial Dessers. Rob, this for me was the goal of the evening. And I don't care what you're going to say about Perez's goal to to, to uh, level up again for um, Real Betis. This is a brilliant, brilliant piece of quality from Cyril Dessers. He, he wins a header 
on the on the uh, the left hand side falls perfectly, um, and he's given the he's given the ball back through now. He makes a run into the box. You compare that to Messi. I think that's totally right. Yes, folks, I am really saying that. He leaves two defenders on their arse and has them on strings. And then very calmly and coolly nutmegs the Real Betis goalkeeper. And we're back to stunned disbelief. The cat has ran out the living room because I'm screaming the house down. It is dreamland. And genuinely, I... I, Listen, see if I could make a quid off of all of the what the fuck messages that were sent in WhatsApp last <laughs> night. I'd be a rich man. Yeah. Look. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Come on to to that goal in a a minute. I mean, I think uh, on the equaliser, I think, you know, if McCausland's going to be part of the team going forward, this is not criticising the boy. I mean, he is. Uh, You're right. He's a genuine You know, He has to learn that you know, sometimes he has to turn around and go the other way and he has to do the defensive job because, you know, he, it, it wasn't brilliant from him. Uh, and, and as I say, I've watched, I've, I've had the benefit now because I've had a full day of watching watching everything over and over again. And look, he can learn. He can learn the defensive stuff, the stuff that he's got going forward, the skill, the attributes, everything is natural God-given ability. Uh, but he needs to learn, I think, and it will come, uh, you know, how you play as part of a team. Um, because you know that goal could have been pre- could have been prevented on a couple of occasions. I think uh, uh, still still a brilliant finish, but uh, I think I think there is a point there for the coaching staff to um, if Ross McCausland is going to be a permanent in the first team, which I hope he is, because I do really like him a lot. Um, he needs to learn uh, about the defensive side of the game a bit more. So I think that you know let's make that point because you know I think it is important. But on um, on this on Dessers, um <laughs> I mean, where do you even start? It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I think I think I've now watched that goal about thirty times, and I'm I, I'm trying to convince myself because of everything that's gone before that he didn't mean to nut, nutmeg the keeper that somehow it was a sclaff and he was trying to do something different. But he genuinely does, you know, do what, what he what he did. I think is what he intended to do. I mean, the turn yeah, is he, great. He, he actually gives him a bit of the eyes. He does. He really, he does. He really does. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was like, "There's no way he meant that." You know, he's he's trying to put it in the far corner or something, and he's 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 sort of tripped over his own feet or something. But you know, absolutely fair play to the boy. You know, the turn. You know, he sends sends the two defenders out for a hot dog, um, and and then he just, I mean, he just puts it through the keeper's legs. He just uh, wants it. He just that's right. exactly what he does. He doesn't lash at it. Doesn't. It's, you're right. It's not a scarf, and I'm the same as you. I've watched it so many times and stuff because probably a disbelief more than anything else. But he doesn't. He doesn't scarf it. He doesn't. He just slots it. Yeah, yeah. And look, it's a brilliant goal. Um, and you know, I, I think on you know one of the shows during the week, you know, Davey was talking about uh, Dessers. Uh, I think after his goal last weekend, and he was saying, you know, that's the player that we thought we were going to get. Um, you know, when he when, when he when he scored that great goal last weekend, and um, you know, he's he's got a good track record in the Europa League over the years, Cyril Dessers, and. You just, you just hope we've all seen it uh, over the years, Cammy, haven't we? That 
a, a player, particularly a forward, when they're not scoring and they're playing poorly, it becomes a you know a self-fulfilling prophecy almost, doesn't it? That you know he's he's going to be shite because he is shite because he's playing shite and then he becomes shite. Um, uh, and 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 what you need to break that cycle when you're a forward is goals. Um, and you know particularly a great finish last weekend and 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 this unbelievable <laughs> um, sort of goal that he scored last night. You just hope you just hope that this is a turning point for him because. You know, whether whether we like it or not, and I know a lot of people have already completely given up on him, he is our player. We are short up front. He is going to be playing. Um, and if, if he can play with confidence and he can get some goals, then that's all for the good for the team. You know, we've got some big games coming up over the course of the next few weeks, and he's going to be our guy. Um, so we need him to be scoring. Um, and I don't think you can ask for more from him than, than what he did last night. It was just unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Think the, and, and this is going to sound incredibly basic, Rob, right? But see if I was Philippe Clement, I would literally just show him that goal and I would say, that's what you're capable of. And you're going to get, as you rightly mentioned there, you know, again, because injuries and everything else as well, he's going to get time in the team. He's going to get it. And I would literally just say, that's what you're capable of. That's your standard. That's, that's, and now you're not going to be able to tell me you can't do that against St. Myrna and Ross County and Dundee and St. Johnson. You know, you, this is this is, you know, your your um your quality that you have, and I think you're right. And and listen, I do want to to give that some some understanding in the fact that you're also talking to a human being, right? Yeah. I I cannot believe for a single minute he's happy about you know his his career at Rangers so far. Um, I know that there's definitely gaps in there. I understand all of that. I understand the context. There's no point revisiting all of that kind of stuff because we've we've discussed it to death. But what I will say is I've seen players turn it around at Rangers because you're right, we are very quick to make judgment, right? We either think people are superstars, we think that they're shite, but one thing that we're really rubbish at is being able to try and give, you know, adequate amount of time for people to, to, to fit in, to adapt early, to be able to try and take it. But you're right, once you start scoring goals, once you start showing the effort, and I actually think that from an industrial side of the game, there's an element in there where he can improve upon as well. But that's fine because... Yeah. Again, he's going to get the chance to be able to try and do that. So we'll we'll buy into it as a fan base. We'll buy into that. So you're right. He does have the opportunity, and he has the skill and the capability. That's absolutely clear. Um, I think it's a great point about McCausland. It's you know yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I I want to see him continue uh, featuring the first team. Um, he plays with a freedom um, without the 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 weight and some of the baggage that I think other players have had to carry in terms of some of their below-par performances, you know, across the course of the season so far. But you're right, there's a maturity which he also has to bring into his game. It's not a criticism, it's a learning curve. And, uh, 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 and once, he, once, he, once he adopts some of that within his game, he's definitely going to be able to, um, to, to add it in to probably enhance his, his approach to games within certain phases, within certain, you know periods of the game for example yeah exactly as i said cammy you know that's that's about learning your role within the team his his ability is not in question you can't teach somebody to do the things that he can do when he's going forward but you can teach and you can coach and you can bring somebody on in terms of their, their, their defensive abilities because you know he's what is he 20 or something it's not as if he's lacking in youth and verve and fitness you know the ability to sort of track back and everything else is something that he'll absolutely be able to do and just just on Dessers again 
you, you sort of raise a point there. You know, in in our history, some of our greatest strikers have been guilty in many many games of terrible misses. You know, you think about you know you you and I are lucky enough we grew up watching McCoyst and you know when you think about McCoyst you think about him scoring goals, but you know how many games did we go to where he was you know, tripping over his own feet, missing missing absolute sitters and everything else, but he just went on. He never let it, let 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 it get to him, and he was always had the confidence to keep on scoring. And I'm not suggesting that that Dessers is McCoyst, but there is something about that sort of you know mental state that says, you know what, even though I might not be playing well, I'm going to score today. I've got it in me to score, um, and he's never looked like that for the past few months. He's he's allowed. The criticism he's allowed the, the the nature of his own performances to bring him down, and and he's not been able to lift his head up. And I really hope that you know the goals do allow him to sort of change that that approach that he's got, because we will be forgiving. You know, we, we were forgiven of McCoy, even though he used to get some stick at the games. I remember, um, but because we knew that he would never give up, and he'd keep on going, and eventually he would get his goal. Um, and that's to me, that's the difference with Dessels at the minute. You know, because he's 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 bumbling about the place quite a lot of the time, uh, and he just looks like he's you know his head's gone down. And if he can get his head up, he can get some confidence. He plays in a team where there's going to be lots and lots of chances, and they play against a lot of pish teams uh, in the league. And you know, he should just feel exactly as you say. This is what I'm capable of. I'm going to keep on going, and I'm going to get myself a goal. And if he can do that, then I'm not suggesting that. You know he'll reach the heights, and he's he's you know he'll be he'll be remembered as the greatest, you know, one of the greatest. Uh, Rangers players, but he can turn this around. You know, even though people have given up on him just now, if he starts scoring goals and he starts lifting his head up, I think he can turn it around. Yep, a hundred percent. And listen, you know, we could do a, a whole pod on Rangers greats, Hall of Famers who have been written off and they've stuck in, they've dug it in, they've turned the fans around, and they've been able to to go and to achieve some incredible things as well. So yeah, absolutely. Um, Betis were, uh, I mean, we allowed Betis back into it. I'm not even going to kid on the fact that this was an absolutely calamity of a second equaliser for Betis. Okay, the finish was all right, Rob. Um, but listen, this is this is Rangers up the back. We managed to be able to get our, ourselves back in front again. We, we looked a little bit shaky at times, but overall, you know, the, the, the ship was holding steady. But we then hit an absolute brain fart of, of defensive play. Ben Davis completely fails to correctly control a ball. He chases it, and the ball goes about 15 feet away from him. Betis continued to, to, to come forward. Esco, again, absolutely, I mean, a, a player of Esco's quality will always cause you problems. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Ball is, is slid out to Perez on the on, on the on the right hand side. And listen, all joking aside, it is a wonderful finish. Just an absolute toe curler into Jack Butland's left hand post. He picked his spot out beautifully. And again, and I do want to be serious for a minute, Rob. I know that we've caused some some of our own problems here. We really have. And you, you've talked about lessons. You've talked about lessons for McCausland. I think this is a lesson for the whole team, especially going forward in this tournament, and the fact that you have to find that fine line between respecting your opponent, but also being able to implement your own plan and your own design. And if you're going to cause your own mistakes and, and, and shoot yourselves in the foot, that's one thing. However, you're going to be playing against players who can open you up, 
and players who can finish superbly. And this second goal for Betis, for me, encapsulated that. We can do better in terms of dealing with that. There's absolutely zero doubt about it. But give them even half a chance, a quarter of a chance, a sniff, and they can damage you. And you're talking about Jack Butlin too. I mean, player of the season so far, undoubtedly. Um, But a wonderful finish. You have to take your hat off to that. Look, a wonderful finish. And actually, you know, when you when you sort of move forward from the mistake from Ben Davis, it's actually a lovely sort of well worked goal. They, they 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 pass it about lovely, and you know the ball into the uh, Perez before he finishes. It's lovely as well. So, I mean, it is you know a nice goal, I suppose, to look at. But um, you know, Ben you're Davis, raging. you're watching it, you're uh, raging because I'm absolutely furious. Yeah, yeah, because, because you're saying but, we've caused all this. We have, and it's a great finish. But we are the perpetrator here. Oh yeah, and look, you know, Ben Davis makes a mistake, right? That that can happen, um, but he has a chance to fix it by booting the boy right up in the air, um, which he doesn't take. He, he sort of, I don't know what he does. He 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 he's, he he tries to recover, but you know, is nowhere near it. And from that point on, it, it it's just completely lost. Um, you know, Ben Davis is an interesting one. You know, he is. At times, you know, really great at bringing the ball out of defence, and he's got a nice touch and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, he just has an absolute calamity here. And as I say, um, boot it out or boot him up in the air or do something um, to to try and you know stop the flow of the attack. Um, don't just let it. Don't just let it go. I mean, if you if you take the boy out, you probably get booked. But you know, take the booking for God's sake. Don't just don't just don't just allow that to happen. Um, and we've seen. We've seen so many goals, I suppose, over the past couple of years, um, where we have we ha- we have caused it by our own mistake or or or, or sort of bad position or whatever the hell it is. Um, and regardless of the finish here, the, you know, we made that goal um, and we could have fixed it, and we had plenty of opportunities to fix it, and that's really annoying. And I think I think your observation, Cami, is right. We cannot expect to go far in this tournament, or you know. You know, the, the cup final on Sunday, or you know, in the league, if we gift the team that we're playing against stupid goals, and we've just got to cut it out. Yeah, I think that's fair. And as I say, we wanted to be honest in terms of where we're at. We can't dance around the fact that you know we can tighten things like that up, uh, Rob. And I think Davis, I've I've been I've been uh, you know guilty of of of, of both. Um, praising him, but also criticising him in terms of his position. It's just something that's, for me, a little bit erratic. And then his thought process of being able to try and deal with a higher ball. Listen, we've seen it. We've seen it at Parkhead. We've seen sometimes it's like if the ball is in the air, he maybe overthinks what he has to do next. And he was guilty of it last night. And as I say, it's just a reminder of, you know, why you're playing against absolute quality. And this is this is what can happen. Now, Rob, I want to I wanna talk a little bit, right, about um, something which happened after halftime and the introduction of Dijon Sterling. But I also want to be able to try and just focus on something which I think we absolutely have to give credit to, right? And what I mean by this is that there's been times within this group of players where when we've suffered a setback, we've retreated. And we've we've went into our shell a little bit. And listen, we've lost games against teams that we absolutely should have beaten. Uh, we haven't got results against teams that we absolutely should have beaten because we just haven't been at our best. This team went ahead twice, conceded twice, went in at half time um, with uh, with 
you know, it could have been said that the heads could, you know, it could they could have went down. The manager makes a phenomenal decision in bringing Dijon Sterling in for Jose Fuentes once they be able to try and show it up. Now Sterling again um, barely been used, right? Has not featured heavily for us whatsoever. Um, I don't know if he would have featured as much had we went across with a fully fit roster. Um, however, not only did the team continue to press on, um, and we had a couple of scales, obviously Betis by the you know uh, you know across the course of the ninety minutes last night, you know had some some great shots hit off the bar. There was some pig squealing about you know handballs against this, which are ridiculous. They scored the goal. Um, you know, again, which was was looked at initially for offside. However, the most handballiest of handball goals you've ever seen in your your entire life. But this team didn't capitulate, and I think that that's really really important um, as a point to be able to try and draw out because, and we're going to talk about this obviously very shortly in terms of looking with one eye towards Sunday, but also next Wednesday. This is where you don't need to be a victim. You don't need to turn around and say, oh, well, you know, we did have a chance, but it's all over now, when there's still plenty of football left to play. However, we we we, we, we saw that, I think, with the Sterling introduction. He came on, he calmed everybody down, he showed things up a little bit, and he was just solid. And I don't mean to pay him any disrespect when I say that, Rob, because it sounds basic. But what he brought in last night for me helped secure us the eventual victory. Uh, look, I think he's a candidate for man of the match, actually. Because um, I think he uh, is man of the match. He is man of the match. Yeah, in my yeah I, I, I thought he was terrific when he, when he came on. And, you know, I guess last night's performance uh, gives you comfort about about the weekend and, and, and the games that are coming up. Um, Sifuentes, I am not convinced with at all. Um, I am just not sure. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewellery gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com And again, it could be a confidence thing. It could be, you know, he's just not found his feet yet. But, I, you know, I, I just, he makes more mistakes than positive contributions for me. Um, so him going off, actually, <laughs> regardless of, you know, who, who replaced him, I thought was a positive because I, I, I think he's hesitant and... Um, he loses the ball an, an awful lot for me, so uh, so I'm not I'm not a huge Fuentes fan. He's I think that you know he's undoubtedly a good player, um, but he's he's not showing it at the minute. But your point about mentality, I guess, is what we're saying here. And like you you know, like we're on a, a a group chat, and the thing that I moan about most is the mentality and the the, the sort of leadership qualities of this team, because I think the evidence points towards the fact that any time we've had a chance. To, to 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 push on, you know, big games. We've let ourselves down because the mentality has not hasn't been right. We just don't seem to have that mentality that says let's be let's be absolutely brutal about this and let's be relentless and you know let's just be completely focused on winning. And I do, and I do think that regardless of how this season goes, you know, that needs to be tackled. I think the I think the dressing room mentality is still not right. That being said, I think the manager has undoubtedly had an impact on it. Um. 
he's he's a terrifying big swine. Um, so I wouldn't like to go into the dressing room uh, and face him uh, if I if if my head had dropped. Um, but he has, I think, brought a bit more steel to the team and a bit more understanding. You know that we need to go out there and, and, and win games. And I think, you know, the, that performance in the second half, we probably wouldn't have got before Clement came in, um, because all the, I mean, we, we can only talk about what we see with our own eyes, Cami, and we've seen so many examples of when things haven't gone on going our own uh, our way. Um, the heads have gone down, and then it becomes, you know, just the inevitable waiting for the goal uh, to come against us. So there was no evidence of that last night. And in fact, you know, as the second half went on, regardless of, you know, they had chances and everything else, we just grew in confidence, I think. And um, the goal when it came, I think, wasn't a surprise. No, it wasn't. And again, like you say, there's something, and I, I, I wanted to probably call that out, right? Because again, across the course of the season, we've we've talked about where there's some players within this that heads have gone down. They have been able to to allow themselves to be beaten, and they've they've taken some of it. I've used, you know, the the phrase that you know we look like a team that's got too much of a glass jaw in the past, Rob. So the reason why I specifically wanted to mention it was purely because. I think it's it's very interesting. And listen, I, you know, we're about to talk about League Cup final in you know a couple of seconds. But I just, for me, I just wanted to be able to try and point it out because it feels to me like we could have taken a back step when you know whether you talk about the Perez equaliser or not, you talk about you know the shot that hit off the bar um, in the second half. Uh, you talk about you know the potential disallowed goal because of handball, the the penalty claims etc. Because they were pressing us right, but we didn't collapse, and I think that that's you know one of the most important things. But the winner came from the walking wounded Kamar Roof. Um, he had come on uh, about uh, fifty minutes beforehand for Surreal Dessers. Uh, it was a double sub for for Rabbi Matondo uh, coming on for Ross McCausland. Um, and, and Matondo had a little bit, I mean, listen, you know, you mentioned earlier on about Matondo's, you know, shot that I think is still travelling, but, um, you know, we, we won't focus too much on that. He does have uh, a bit of a fresh air swipe at this, but Kamar Roof showing the instinctiveness that he's shown on the fleeting appearances that he's had across the course of this season. And he has scored winners for this, by the way, already this season. Um, a fantastic goal. Um to be able to try and just sweep home from, I think the sum total of about four yards out. I don't care. It doesn't matter. We're back in front for the third time, Rob. And I'll, uh, despite everything that we've just said in terms of shots off the bar, in terms of how much we were, we were, um, you know, getting it taken to us, and and again those disallowed goals and penalty claims. Weirdly, it felt for me like as soon as that went in, we'd won it. I don't know why. But it yeah. did. And I know everyone was going to say it at that time. And I listen, it's great saying this the day after. I, those 10 minutes were long, I'm not going to lie. But as soon as that went, I thought, there's no way no, we can now lose this. There's no way we won't take everything out of this game now. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I was the same. I, I, it's, once the goal went in, uh, I just didn't see us losing it. Uh, which is... I suppose goes back to your point, your previous point, Cami, about about the mentality. But there was just something about that performance that I thought, you know, we've we've got the we've got the goal, we've got our heads, uh, and I think we're going to win. Now that's not to say that my um, 
sphincter muscle wasn't heavily contracted uh, for the entire sort of duration of the, the rest of the game because it absolutely was. But it was, um, I think, pretty controlled. Uh, and, you know, in the end... I hope you know, you're referring to the game now, Rob, rather than... Yeah, 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 <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought it was in the end up uh, reasonably well controlled. There was a couple of things in extra time, obviously, that we, were, you know, we, we mentioned before that is just game management and we need to be better at. And you know, got some players that need to learn um, that it's okay to run to the corner. You don't need to be taking a shot and various other things. But yeah, um, to my roof, uh, you know, there's there's no great insight that MD can bring here. You know, he is a brilliant striker. He is a brilliant finisher. Andy Little said on RTV you know, about the finish, you know, he does everything absolutely perfectly. He hits it hard and he hits it down into the ground and that just makes it basically impossible for the for the keeper to deal with. But of course, you know, the other side of the Kimura Roof story is he's made a glass and that's what drives you mad about him. But there's, he, is, he is a brilliant instinctive finisher and that goal was so typical of him and some of the goals that he scored over the course of the time he's been with us. It's just such a shame. But I don't yeah. suppose I can bring any more insight into that or, or say anything that has not been said in pubs um, amongst Rangers fans for the past X number of years since he's been at the club. Yeah, and I think, I mean, again, I know it's been frustrating, right? And I'm not going to rewrite history in terms of, of what we've seen and heard from Kamal Roof so far this season. And, and we know that it'd be great for him to be able to try and and, and feature more and, 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 you know, I get all of that. I get, understand all of that conversation. The challenge for me now, Rob, I think, is the fact that we need to be able to get to a space where we accept that we're only going to be able to use them in limited appearances, but what we can get out of them, you, you, you see last night. Um, and as I say, he scored crucial goals for us in the past. I stupidly thought he had, um, you know go back into regular playing, but, you know, we're not going to be able to get that from him, right? I understand that. So we're just going to have to kind of game manage him now. I think we've we've, we've all made our peace with it and we just have to see what happens. Now, um, just staying on Kamal Roof for a second, because last night uh, we were watching it on TNT, obviously, um, and uh, he said something very interesting to me, Rob, and, and it, maybe I'm reading too much into this. You'll tell me. Um, you'll tell me so. Um but he, he mentioned in his post-match interview where, uh, you know, the interviewer's talking to him and said, you know, it's, you know, a huge result and, you know, against a team unbeaten, you know, a team that held Real Madrid at the weekend, and blah, blah. He goes, you must be overjoyed. It must be great. And he goes, yeah, it's nice to celebrate, but we've got a bigger game coming up on Sunday and we've got to focus on that now. Now, I know that's a little bit of a stock answer, but I suppose all I can really explain to anyone who hasn't seen that interview and what I'm kind of talking about is he's not saying it as a platitude, Rob. He really genuinely means it. Now, the manager has made reference to that before and he mentioned about, uh, you know, playing Hearts in the semi-final and stuff. And he said in the game immediately prior to that in his post-match that... We have a we have a huge game, like we have a much bigger game coming up, and he meant the semi final. I think that, and again, I'm not going to turn this into the Michael Beal bashing session because listen, we've got plenty of them in the bank. But what I will say is, oh, that's the mentality that I wanted. I think a team previously under the old manager 
would have dined out in this. I think they would have said, brilliant, absolutely fantastic, blah, blah, what have you. And how much focus they would have had on Sunday, I don't know. I genuinely think that those players had a great time in the dressing room last night, had the celebration, had a beer, fantastic, brilliant. And then as soon as you are showered and dressed and on the plane, you're already thinking about the League Cup final. Yep, and that's exactly how it should be. Um, 100%. I saw the interview and, and completely agree with you. It. Uh, it's exactly what you want to hear. Uh, Sunday, you know, before last night, Sunday was of critical importance um, and it's still of critical importance. We have to win on Sunday. There's just no two ways about it. Losing on Sunday would be an absolute disaster and I think could completely derail our season, funnily enough, because the opportunity cost of not winning it is so high. You know, everything that comes from winning our trophy, the League Cup, uh, and the way that it sets you up for a season and the confidence it gives you and all those things that have been spoken about uh, a number of times would be lost to us if, if if Aberdeen beat us on Sunday. So we have to win on Sunday. There are just no two ways about that. We need to, you know, have this wonderful feeling of what happened last night, but we need to move on and we need to be laser focused on beating that mob on Sunday and, uh, and and lifting that cup and bringing the League Cup, which for our childhood, Cammy was an ever-present. Um, it was a standard. Uh, that was it. But, that was, yeah, as you see, our trophy. It was. So we've just got to win. Uh, and there's there's nothing else I can say about it. We have to win the final. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I'd, I'd made mention, I think it was uh, on last week's show, the week prior, Rob, that, uh, you know, this week, kicking off from last night, was a massive six days for us. And I mean... Been able to, to and, and, and listen, I'm not going to lie, right? I did not think that we would get a result in Spain. So I'm not going to sit here and, as I say, you know, pretend otherwise. But a huge result in Spain. Um, then we've got the League Cup final. And then, through various permutations that have happened since, got the opportunity to cut down the league gap to two points. You're within a win of going top of the league, Rob. And listen... <laughs> As much as we can talk about how, you know, much disbelief we've been in about Cyril Dessers and, you know, if we're in Dreamland or whatever, I think you'd still have been in Dreamland if you'd said a few short months ago, by the way, we'll, we, we've got the chance of getting back to within two points. So it's a huge six days. So for me, there is not just, and you're right, like the most important game of those three is Sunday, right? There's zero doubt about that. But we go back to the old M word. Rob, does it yeah. give you the momentum to get into that League Cup final? And you mentioned earlier on about how to instill some belief. I would use that old, you know, the old Glasgow term. I'd like a bit of gallusness about this team. Now, we're not there yet because, you know, we've won a huge game, but it's one game, right? But what we do need to do is be able to go into it and say, you've just had a phenomenal result away from home. There was key players missing through various different reasons. You can now go into that, not with a fully fit squad, I'm not pretending that, but players who should be high on confidence, Dessers, players who can hurt them, Roof, and then also been able to look at, you know, if we can reintroduce Todd Cantwell, if, if McCausland can can use the huge space of Hamden. All of these things point to us being able to get there and do a good job, but I needed to feel last night from that team and, and you know, that Kamar Roof interview that we understand how important it is. We cannot downplay it. And it's not just about bringing our cup home. And for a generation of children, Rangers fans who have never seen us win this trophy, which is crazy to say, but true, but also the fact that it then takes us into Wednesday and then who knows what happens for there. But, you know, Sunday has to be massive. It has, it, it, it cannot be underplayed in terms of how important it is for us. It's fine. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Absolutely vital. Look, I've got a really simplistic uh, view on uh, Rangers. Um, you know, take Europe aside because we 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 will inevitably come up against really really high quality teams. But we should be going into every single game domestically looking to win. Now, games against you know uh, Celtic. Uh, are difficult, particularly when we go to their place and everything else. Uh, but the mentality of our club should be we are playing against a team from Scotland and we are going to win. Uh, and we've lost that over the course of the past few while and we bring it back. And if we can bring it back, we will be successful again. And I, I, I just cannot stress that enough. We have better players than most teams um, and we have better players than Aberdeen have. What we've allowed ourselves in the past few games where Aberdeen have, have beat us and, and, and everything else is we have not matched their commitment, we have not matched their desire and we have not had a, we have not had a sense within ourselves that we're going to win. And I think if we have that at the weekend, we are better than them if we match them for desire, if we match them for energy, we match them for commitment and, and the mentality is right, we're going to win the cup and then we can go on a, a run in the league and let's see what happens. Uh, but that needs to be that attitude. Uh, has got to be the Arkami because that's that I think has been the difference um, between us and them over the past few years. They're not miles ahead of us in terms of quality, but they're miles ahead of us in terms of mentality, and that's what's got to change for me. And and listen, that's your team talk right there, Rangers. So yeah, absolutely, I, I, I agree with every single word you've said there, Rob. It is about us being able to try and do that, and you know. It's great having great performances and scoring stunning goals and all that kind of thing, but you need shiny things in the cabinet at the end of the season to make sure that, you know, again, like you say, you're on your way to becoming a Rangers great. So, yeah, absolutely. Listen, folks, um, you know, we are going to have tons and tons of uh, content coming across the course of the weekend. We don't take a Christmas break here at Heart and Hand. So if you want to head over to patreon.com forward slash heart and hand, you'll hear loads of great content. And it's a build up to the League Cup final starts. If you are traveling back from Spain, thank you so much for going over there and supporting our club as you do in such a wonderful, frequent basis. Safe travels home to you. If this uh, pod lands in your ears, make sure that you can listen to it and, and take so much joy from a phenomenal result in Spain. Let's carry that on into Sunday. Thank you to our executive producers in London, Mike Lee and Paul Myers. Thank you to Zenith Coins, our extra show sponsor as well for all their support across the course of this season. But most importantly, and thank you for, for taking the time out, even though the time difference is a bit crazy, to my very good friend Rob Shorthouse. Rob, a pleasure as always. And listen, if I could pick someone that I knew could come on to the happy pod, it would have been yourself. Nah, yeah, I am, I'm from the Ministry of Fun, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so d- delighted to be on. Look, uh, it is great, and I think I think we've covered some really important points tonight, but the most important thing is, let's make sure our team wins on Sunday. Yep, um, it's uh, it's quite early on in the morning, on Fridays we record this, Rob, and unashamedly, I'm now going to go back and watch the game again. I don't care, <laughs> but listen, I hope you guys get a chance to be able to try and do that too. Drink it in, and as I say, let's get our heads held high for Sunday. David, will be back with you on Flagship on Monday to unpack all of that, but let's have a brilliant weekend, and if Santa could come a wee bit early, I for one would not be complaining. Thanks, folks, and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Podcast Network.